Hello, everybody, and welcome to It's Showtime with Cherie Sandoval. That's me. This is my second podcast, and I will be interviewing one of my friends, Carlos. He was a music writer back in the day for some music magazines such as 3D World, Acid Stag, and The Music Network. So he's got a lot of stories and some insight into that world. So excited to talk to him. Hi, Carlos. Hey, Cherie. It's good to see you again. Yeah, we um, this is take two of our podcast. Our first one wasn't uh, didn't record, so yeah. <laughs> Damn you, audio <laughs> <we go> again. <laughs> yeah. Seven years we've known each other. Um, we worked at JB Hi-Fi together. Carlos was my boss my supervisor, my music advisor. <laughs> so we met then and we had like a connection with music. And when I started to figure out what Carlos did, he was a writer. So I find that very interesting. And, you know, there's not many people I can say have written for magazines that I know, you know. So I think it's really interesting to talk about it. Yeah, definitely. Look, I kind of fell into the whole writing thing. Um by accident, really. Um, like I mentioned to you before, I was studying graphic design. And one day I picked up a copy of 3D World magazine when I went to the shops for my three-hour break. And, um, yeah, I saw that they were looking for writers. And I wasn't a professional or anything, although I was always very good at writing. Um, I always did very well. In English, I did like three unit English. Yes, I'm an English nerd. Shout out to everyone that's an English nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, and obviously, like, <laughs> I combined my love of music with writing. Um, I looked at the little advert in 3D World and I was like, why not? I'll give it a go. All they wanted was just uh, like a sample review mm-hmm. of something that you wanted to write about. So I sent a little write-up of um, Little Kim's The Naked Truth album. Um, And then the editor got back to me and emailed me back with, love the energy in your writing, would love to take you on board. So from that point onward, I started writing um, like short music reviews or music write-ups for 3D World, which was a popular street magazine back in the day back in the day when there was magazines everywhere Mm. before online just took over everything yeah yep but yeah you could pick up 3d world drum media (laughs) the brag um at your local like music stores music stores would stock them clothing stores would stock them um you could pick them up like in the city Mm. out west anywhere you would see heaps of people just on the train to and from yeah. work, just reading their 3D worlds, their drum medias, the brag, as everyone headed to wherever it was mm. that they needed to go. It was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. It was a good time. Music was everywhere. It was like you could read about it. You could know what's coming up. You could get informed by writers like yourself, like in a, like a, I mean, would you say you're like a music journalist? Critic, music editor. I mean, they threw around all these titles, mm. really. Um, I always just thought of myself as just like, I'm um, reviewing music. Uh, essentially, what I wanted to do was take this piece of music, listen to it, 
and see if I could inspire someone else to pick up the record and listen to it as well. That was the whole point of why I wanted to get into writing about music in the first place. Um, just spread yeah. the word, especially with um, mm. a lot of like the indie and Australian artists that would get their cities sent to the 3D World office. And I would initially, they mm. would send an email with a list of the albums that were available for review. You'd look through it and then you'd be like, oh, that sounds interesting. I'll take that, 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 and that. And then they used to mail it out to you. And I remember being so excited every wow. time the package would arrive home, like to my house. And I'm like, oh my God, the review cities are here. Oh, it was such a thrill. Like if everyone gets excited now for packages, whenever you order something and you're constantly checking the tracking, when you were getting free CDs, like every week, every week and a half, that was the best feeling. You couldn't top it. Um, and eventually I had to go to the 3D World office that was in Surrey Hills and that's where I got to meet the editor face-to-face, mm -hmm. and he was really cool. And I would just stand there, and he's like, oh, here's a box of whatever's up for review, and i just flick through it. Oh, this looks cool. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Go home, listen to the CDs, jot down notes, listen to it again, adjust the notes, come up with, like, I think at the time they had, like, a, I don't know, like, 150 to 200 word limit if my memory serves me correctly. Wow. Um, but yeah, it was just like, just a short review. That's not a lot. You reckon? Yeah, that's not a lot. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's not yeah, at all. I don't think that's but a lot at all. where you would get to the review page, there would be like, I don't know, mm. eight or ten reviews slotted in there. So, yeah, it was also a great, like having that word limit, was really good in the sense that I it taught me mm. how to get the word out and get what the essence of the album was without having to write an entire essay. So mm. that was actually a really good learning experience. Yeah, straight to the point. Yeah, exactly. Because I was I I used to be notorious for yeah. just going on and on and on about things. I would review every single like this was back before I was getting anything published. My idea of a review was having every track broken down, but that's not necessary. You don't need to break down every single track to give the reader an idea of like mm. the essence of the work. So the my first experience with 3D World was really good for me in the sense that it got me to condense everything that I wanted to say and just put it on paper and get it out. Yeah, that would be a challenge. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a lot of edits, lots of edits. I'm like, oh, I'll have to take that out. I'll have to take that out just because not everything would go over the word limit. Yeah. But then again, that also taught me how to edit my own work. <laughs> mm, like what is important and what isn't, you know? Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, can you get that point across with just that one sentence? Yes, you can. So you just leave it in there. That's so cool. Yeah. It's very poetic. Yeah, it's a very poetic way of, yeah, analysing music, you know. It's a hard one. I mean, look, it took a lot of practice. Um, and then that helped me when I would come across, when I eventually came across other um, gigs for writing for different publications. Like, I think that when I started writing for Acid mm. Stag, they had 
a 250 word limit. So I had like, what, 50 extra words. I'm like, okay, okay this, let's do these 50 extra words. Um, and then obviously when I started writing for the music network, that, that was completely different. That was compiling news articles. It was trying to break a story or write about an upcoming festival. It involved interviewing people. And obviously the oh. format to that is a okay. lot different than if you're just writing a little short review on something. Yeah. Okay. So the music network was completely different. It wasn't just reviewing CDs. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, it was, it actually got me to do a lot of very different things and I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Um, with Acid Stag, I think it got me more into the dance electronic music scene because it that's kind of what its vibe was. Um, because before I was just like, oh, I love hip-hop and R&B and early hip-hop and R&B and I'm only going to listen to hip-hop and R&B. But again, like I mentioned to you before, um, the last time we spoke with 3D World, there was so many different artists from so many different genres that I was so unfamiliar with, but I still, mm. I was attracted to their work by, I don't know, the cover art, for example. I didn't know who the artist was, but I'm like, this looks crazy. I'm going to listen to that. <laughs> um, yeah, man, cover art plays such a big part in everything. Like, just Yeah, take a look. it does. As if it doesn't. It's Yeah, it's so true. I always think that, like, especially like, you know, working at JB Hi-Fi, you know, you're trying to like make something look nice for people to look at and it's got to be the right cover art, like the colours. So much that goes into creating the full package to get to the consumer. And that is a wrap for part one interview with Carlos, the music reviewer, critic, journalist, blogger, whatever you want to call him. We are going to do another interview, part two, and we're going to dive more into when he was at the Music Network because he was doing other things besides writing. So thanks so much, guys, for listening and listen out for the next episode. Thank you. Bye.